Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. O oh Lord, my God, we bless you for this day. For this is the day that you made. We choose to rejoice this morning, and we're glad in it. We thank you, O oh God, for last night's rest and waking us up this morning, Father, for new mercies we are experiencing even right now, Lord. We thank you for your grace that we're experiencing on this day, God, and we thank you for it. We bless your name, for you are God and God alone. Besides you, there is none other. And how excellent is your name in all the earth. There is none like you, O God. We magnify you this morning. We bow down and worship you this morning, O God. For holy, holy, holy is the Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that you love us so much, hallelujah, giving us another opportunity today, God, to seek your face, to call upon you while you're near, God, hallelujah, while you can be found, oh God, while we're still experiencing your mercy and grace that endures forever, we thank you right now, Lord God, hallelujah. As we say, God, the blood is still yet running warm in our veins. God, we magnify you today, God. We call upon you. We seek you. We trust you. We love you, God. We reverence you. We magnify you today. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name, God. We thank you for your word. Hallelujah. The power that's in your word this morning, Lord, as we look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith, O oh God. And we thank you that we walk by faith and not by sight, O oh God. We trust you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Because you are faithful and there's none like you. No, not one in all the earth. There's none like you, God. Hallelujah. We bless you. No one loves us like you do. No one has saved us like you can save, Lord God. No one has delivered us like you've delivered us, God, huh? And keeping us, oh God, hallelujah, with your mighty outstretched hand. You are doing that for us, God, and we are grateful. We are grateful today, Lord. We thank you right now. We pray that you forgive us for all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. Forgive us, oh God, ha, my God, for all we've said and done and Thought that's not like you, God. Wash us whiter than snow, God. Purge us with, with hyssop, O oh God. Sanctify us with you through your washing of your word, O oh God. We bless you this morning. We thank you this morning. We give you thanks in all things, God, in the midst of it all, God, in the midst of any pain and, and struggles we may be going through in our lives, God. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. For you, we know that all things are working together for our good because we love you, Lord. And we are the called us according to your purpose, O oh God, your will and your plans, O oh God. Even before the foundation of the world, you chose us and called us, O oh God, oh, to live holy lives before you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you for the uncompromising love, undying love. Hallelujah. Agape love. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning. We thank you for Jesus who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for the remission of our sins. Ah, 
Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your spirit, who is our comforter, Holy Spirit, who comforts and leads and guides us into the knowledge of all truth. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We bless you. We love you this morning. We magnify you today, God. Oh, God, help us, oh, God, to continue to press our way into being true worshipers in these last and evil days, oh, God, and give you complete praise as we walk through this life, oh, God, doing the work that you've called us to do, God. And we thank you for the work that you've called our chief apostle, Keith J. Brooks, and Lady Brooks to do, God. You've called them to do a great work, God. They're doing a great work, God. Hallelujah. Being leaders of leaders, oh, Lord God, bless them in a mighty way. Strengthen them on every hand. Bless their homes. Bless bless their families, their finances, their minds, their bodies. Hallelujah. From the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, oh, God, unify them the more, God. And we bless your name for every apostle, every prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher that you've called before the foundation of the world to be gifts for the body of Christ. We bless your name, Lord, because you are God and God alone. Thank you, Lord. You're the true and the living God. I must say it again. Hallelujah. We serve you today. We renounce every work of the enemy, but God, we, 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 we embrace your word and your will and plans, oh God. And we lift up those, God, that are hurting and dying and need you and don't know you as a savior, God, and a deliverer, God. We pray that you are saved today, God, delivered today, God. And we pray that you will use us for your glory today, God. Hallelujah. In the midst of it all, we thank you. We bless your name, Lord. Ah, we give you the praise, glory, and honor as we travel, as we go throughout this day, oh, Lord God. Order our steps, oh, God. We know that we make plans, oh, God, but you order the steps of mankind. You make our steps sure, oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, hallelujah, for leading and guiding us by your spirit. We thank you that you love us so much. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You will make our steps sure, Lord God. And we will bless you at all times as praises shall continually be in our mouths. With all of our souls and our might and our strength, God, we bless your name today, God. We thank you for all the benefits that you have placed before us, God, for us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Salvation and deliverance and protecting us from the hand of the enemy and crowning our head with loving kindness, O oh God, and tender mercies, O oh God, and filling our mouths with good things, O oh God, that our youth is renewed like the eagles, O oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord God, for the benefits, O oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers us. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that washes us, O oh Lord God. We give you the praise, glory, and honor. We pray for those, oh God, that are in leadership positions, those that are in authority, oh Lord God. We know the king's heart is in your hand, and you can turn the king's heart. You can turn leaders' hearts, God, whichever way you will, even as you turn the waves and the power of the seas and the oceans, oh God. We bless your name. Hallelujah. We glorify you. We thank you for the rising of the sun and the setting of the same. Once again, we give you the glory and honor. We magnify you today, God. We lift you up. You said if you be lifted up, you would draw all men unto you, God. And so, God, we pray for those that yet need to be drawn to you, Lord. We pray for those that have been drawn and still need to be drawn even the more to you. For the closer we become and closer we get to you, 
You become a part of us, and we are part of you, God, and we are one with Christ Jesus. We bless your name for the opportunity to be in that position, oh God, hallelujah, to be one. Not only heirs of you, oh God, but joint heirs with Christ Jesus. We bless your name, God. We're standing in a holy place, oh God, hallelujah. Oh God, preserve just for your people, Lord. And we thank you even before the foundation of the world, Lord, hallelujah. You called and chose us, oh Lord God, and we thank you. We bless your name, God. We Pray for your word that shall come forth this morning. Pray for the one that shall come forth with your word. We thank you that your word shall come forth like a hammer, O God, breaking up every fallow ground, O God. Use your servant, O Lord God, to teach and to preach to us this morning. Hallelujah, that we may hear and apply your word to our lives, O God, once again, O God. Hallelujah, that we may be reminded of what your word says, God. Hallelujah, because you watch over your word to perform it, and we're grateful, Lord God. Heaven and earth may pass away, but your word will always stand. Hallelujah, because it's you, Lord God, and you watch over that word. You watch over yourself to do what you say you're going to do, and we're grateful this morning, Lord God, that you're like man that you should lie or the son of man that you should repent. Just what you say you're going to do, Lord God, we can trust that word out of your very lips, Lord God, and we bless your name, Lord. We prayed for the ones that are on the prayer lines this morning, God. We woke up this morning with our minds that stayed upon you, and God, we so we bless you for the peace that we're experiencing in our lives right now, God. We bless you for the love that we're experiencing in our lives right now. Oh, God, your peace that surpasses all understanding. We don't understand it, God, but even in the midst of our pain and trials and tribulations, God, you will give us a peace that we don't understand, God. Only you can do that. And, God, we bless you for your love that surpasses all knowledge, no matter how much we know, God, but you have a love. Hallelujah. We don't understand this great love. Hallelujah. But we embrace it, and we're grateful. We're we're grateful, and we bless your name for it, God. Hallelujah. We will bless you in the midnight hours. We will praise you in the midnight hours because you are God and God alone. Oh, hallelujah. We say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. But there is none like you. Ah, we bless your name. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, oh, God, your name is to be praised in all the earth. Hallelujah. Help us to move forward today, God, and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That we are saved today, God. We're delivered and set free from every power and working, every wicked work of the enemy, Lord God. Hallelujah. That we walk in righteousness and holiness today, God. We give you praise for us in Jesus' holy and matchless name. We say yes, Lord, yes, to you will, and to your way. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. We love well, you, Lord. This is your Apostle mm-hmm. Pete Brooks. Mm-hmm. Greeting in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you, woman of God, for extending your heart of prayer that we need so dearly in this world. Hey, beloved, there is some hurting and pain going on right now. I lost my pastor, Pastor Marvin Boyd, passed away on yesterday. And then this morning, 
I get another call. Sister Faith Thomas' mother passed away. So, hey, we need to pray and pray like we never prayed before. So as we go to the throne of grace, let's talk to God for our behalf and for those that are hurting in the bereaved family. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, is again we thank you for another day and another opportunity, Lord. God, you're taking your service on home, and God, we know they're resting in your bosom. I ask you to be merciful and give strength to the family, those that are in the midst of this storm, and then those that are outside that know them, that yet feel the ripple of the pain. God, I ask you to bless our hearts indeed. Use us for your glory. Open our eyes of understanding. Fill our mouth with blood. I'll speak life and strength to thy people, O God. Use us for thy glory and for thy kingdom's sake. Thank you, Father, for forgiveness for all of our sins and transgression and iniquity. Help them in the sea of forgiveness and remember it no more. Now, God, use us for thy glory. Touch every heart and mind that's under the sound of my voice to be used for thy glory and for thy kingdom's sake. We forever give your name the praise, the honor, and all of the glory. In the wonderful name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we do pray in all of the hearts of God's people. Shout it, amen. And amen. From the gospel according to St. John, chapter 2, I want to share a familiar text with you. And it is profound because once we understand the writing of John and who he was, he is the brother of James, the son of Zebedee and Salon. These two men was used greatly by God. Always remember that when God called you, there is a choice and a chosen task for you that God is going to use you with. But John was chosen on the same day that Peter and Andrew was to be honored to walk as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. And listen, beloved, I want you to put this in your heart and bear it upon your mind that God never makes a mistake when he called someone to the gospel to represent him in this earth. And John indeed was one of them. Many historians said that he was between the age of 17 and 25 when Jesus called him. John was never one that was given to great philosophies and all kinds of education. John just loved Jesus like some of you. Listen to what the word of the Lord says in chapter 2, beginning in verse number 1. And the third day there was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called, kissed his invitation, and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. And his mother said unto his servant, Whatsoever he says unto you, do it. In other words, don't question it. Don't reason in your mind about it. Just obey what he says to you. Do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews, containing two or three pearls apiece. And Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bared it. 
And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man at the beginning do set forth good wine. And when men have well drunken, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. This begin of the miracles that Jesus and Cain, Canaan of Galilee watched this and manifested toward his glory, and his disciples believed on him. I want to talk to you from the thought. It will change with God. Say it in your mind and in your spirit. It will change with God. There is a difference, I find, that in the present day Christianity or Christians in their walk than them of old when we read of the Testaments or the Old Testament. The difference is that this new generation or the 21st century church, mutual telephones, telephones, that they are more as becoming performers than really understanding the real experience of Christianity. Too often that we find that many of us in Christ are just going through the motion. I find that 7% of Christians live in their emotions as Christians. 38% of them speaks with the tone of Christianity but have no changes in their lives. 55% of them are nonverbal but communicating with God no other way but through prayer sometimes, and sometimes not even that. But we have to come to the conclusion of our mind that if God has chosen us, there must be a change coming somewhere. Too often that we go through this life trying to change ourselves. And in fact, it is God's job. And things that we bring to him will change if we invite God into our lives and to every situation. Notice the text. It says the third day there was a marriage in Canaan. In other words, Jesus stopped by whether he were performing the marriage or not. He stopped by to help two individuals to try to become one. And the mother of Jesus was there. Were they relative or just someone that Mary knew as an intimate friend? Regardless of the fact, the mother of Jesus is participating in this marriage. Jesus is invited. His disciples are invited. They are there to witness this ceremony. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus turns and looks at him and says, they have no wine. What went through Mary's mind? Did Mary have a flashback? 
of the angel Gabriel coming to her and telling her that this child that you will conceive will be of the Holy Ghost, that he is the Son of God. Mary had a flashback to understood and understand that her son was capable of doing the impossible. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, what thou have me to do? My hour is not yet come. Madam, mama, what do you want? His mother replied to the servants, Watch this. Whatsoever he says unto thee, do it. The change is going to come when we learn how to obey the instructions that God will give to us. We're looking for changes, in other words, coming from one state to another or from one situation to another or to alter our lives. Here's what Mary was saying to the servants. Don't question it. Don't reason in your mind. Many of us are not accepting the changes of God because we're questioning God. We're reasoning, trying to use our own knowledge. What is knowledge? Knowledge is a vast state of information that our brain downloads at 100 miles per second into our nervous system that is only stored away when we need or when we need that information, it reveals to us what we have canned in our brain. Here's what Mary said to the servant, and whatsoever he says unto you, do it. Watch what the next verse began to say. I'm going somewhere. Y'all bear me for a minute here. There were six water pots of stone set there. There was 162 gallons of water in these six water pots they were used for the purification of Jews or washing their hands of the cups or the plates or the tables. But beloved God had another purpose. Why didn't Jesus use the vessels that the wine had come from? He didn't want no suspicious mindset to say, well, maybe this was wine or water poured in and we have the taste of the wine that was there. No, Jesus said, I'm going to make a complete change on everything that I'm going to do to win and convince everybody at this marriage feast that I have this kind of power to change lives. Listen to me carefully because when he put water in it, water is represent of a past here. Our past life. Yes, beloved, H2O is representative of past here. Past what? Past hurt, past pain, past rejection, past trouble. But when God gets involved, beloved, there's a change that will come in your life and mine. Here's what Jesus said to the servant when they filled it up to the brim. And he said, Now dip it out and take it unto the governor of the feast. Listen to me carefully. Though that plan, this marriage feast was not great in coordinating. I'm talking about the groom and the governor. This governor was one that always entailed and helped with the ceremonies and helped those to provide. They were not good in coordinating. 
God. So here's what Jesus said after he had turned the water into wine. Wine now symbolizes the change in your life and mine. This is the time that God's saying, I want you to get up, get out, and get on and get over some things. Why? Because the change of God is in your life. Yes, beloved, when God is involved, there will be a change in your life. You better hold on, buckle up, and wait on him. Because anybody that named the name of Jesus, there will be a change from water to wine. Now you ought to be representing what God has placed in a new, what a new life, a new desire, a new praise, a new worship, a new prayer life. Listen, beloved, what God is saying to you and I, as at the marriage feast, there got to be a change. But then he went a step further. He said unto the governor, after he dipped the water out, taste it. And when he tasted it, he said, man, listen, when man starts up, he began to take the best wine to start off a relationship. But in the end, he gives them the poor wine. Jesus said, not with God. God gives you the best first. So what am I trying to tell you, beloved? Your past life is gone. That's water. Well, what God is saying to you and I now, the wine now represents a joy. It represents happiness. It represents peace in a relationship, in your church, in your walk with God, in your walk on your job. What God is saying, when you allow me in it, I'll make a change. I will make a change in everything that you do. Listen to me carefully because now it's a ceremony. Everybody is drinking this wine. They're all excited because it's a new taste and a new desire. They never tasted wine like this. Beloved, what God is saying, what I hold in store for you, you've never tasted yet. Hold on because eyes have not seen and ears have not heard those things which God has prepared for them that love him. Hold on, the change will come if God is in it. Too often, we get caught in situations. There was a song years ago by Mick Jagger. He said, I just can't get no satisfaction. No matter how hard I try, I can't get it. Mick was singing without God. Some of us that cannot become satisfied is because we're not allowing God to bring the changes in. When man trying to make a change is only temporary. But when God makes a change, it will last forever. This is the party going on. But even at the party, there's still some problems. They're excited. You and I become excited sometimes. But there are still going to be some problems that we have to allow God to make the changes. And if God don't make those changes, beloved, we will keep going over and over and over again. The same thing. You ever notice church hoppers? What they're really looking for is a change. You ever notice life in general? People who are not steadfast to stick with one thing, 
They're looking for a change out of themselves. It's not that the younger man is lazy or he cannot adapt to work situation, but he's looking for a change. People who are not durable and maintain steadfastness is because they're unstable, because they're looking for a change. The only change we can really get is to change with God. Talking about five or more of you all right now that's struggling, looking for changes. In fact, God's saying, it will change with me if you come here. Jesus is the common denominator. He's saying to you and I, I can change it. If you invite me in, I can fix it if you ask me to. Mary told the servant, do whatever he says unto you. Do it. Don't question it when God says it. Closing with this statement, beloved. Canaan was part of Galilee. One writer said it meant the foundation of fruitfulness. God is saying, establish yourself with me. I'll make those changes that you need. People come to you about your past. Tell them that's water. Invite them to celebrate you in your wine now. Why is that? Because God has made some changes. God will make the changes for us if we invite him in. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle keeper. I need you to understand it will change with God. Not at your time schedule, not at mine, not at your prophetic time, but when God is ready, if you invite him, I promise you, you'll turn the water to wine. You'll make sad moments become joyful days. But you must invite him in. Hey, let's pray one for another that these changes will take place in our lives. And listen, beloved, they will change if we allow God to do it. Till next week, tell our neighbor, friend, come on, get up. Let's press our way into the prayer line. And let's be not just doers and hearers, but performers of the word of God. We can hear and do. But if we don't perform it, it's just stagnant. It's such there. I want this to be a change for you today. We're not going to be like this 21st church since we're just sitting here the word, but never becoming doers and performers. Let's become what God has called us to do. It will change others' lives. God bless you. I'm praying for you. Pray for the bereaved family. I'll let you know further in advance. Many of you all, I'll send out a text message what's going on in those lives of the bereaved family. I ask you to pray for them and consider sending some love to them. At that time, they need much love. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Key Brooks. Till next week, I love you. I'm out. God bless you.